Are you ready? Hello everyone, welcome to the Chair Shop Podcast. It's me, your boy, Tony boy, and with me, my boy, uh, Griffin. Hey, Tony boy. All right, Griffy boy. Good. Um, it's Tony, Tony and the Griff Radio. Um, Barry's um, under the weather. Um, I think he got a little bit excited with the referendum results and was probably out partying. I think you he just can't. He just can't show his face since he, you know, being he, a big, know, he, he was a big proponent for the no side. Yeah, and um, um, you know, went the other way. Yeah, that's a shame. He's moving to Donegal, so enjoy. Oh, <laughs> 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 Irish political jokes! Oh, I've got them all, baby. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I'd like to repeal: Barry's retweet button. That'd be good. Um, <laughs> Well, that's why my mum's been full up the last couple of days. Um, there we go. Poor Barry. Anyway, only joking. You know, we all love Barry and his, his enthusiasm for various things uh, online. Um, yeah, we are back. It's um, a kind of thunderstormy, humid uh, week, bank holiday weekend here in London. Uh, what's it like over there? Nice weather? Uh, it was raining today. Oh, that's a shame. So it's a bit overcast. But I was out barbecuing some burgers. So. Ooh! Best, yeah. Best of both worlds. Treating it like it's warm when it isn't, baby. <laughs> B-Y-O-B-B. <laughs> bring, bring your own beef burgers. Oh. That's that's cool, that's cool. Um, so what have you been up to this week? Anything else exciting? Um, well, I mean, obviously the abortion referendum has been the hot topic here in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Um, literally cannot get away from it yeah which to be fair i mean i don't have much of a social media presence at all anyway mm. but um mm. you know i i i have to say i i first of all definitely on the yes side of things of um i don't think it's quite as cut and dry as you know we had like we had the gay marriage referendum there a couple of years mm. ago like to me that's a very obvious um, you know, cut and dry, like case closed. If if you if you vote no against that, I don't know. I don't really want to be your friend, or <laughs> I don't really want to know you. If you if you think that, like Louis C.K., who is now, of course, a diddler, said, um, two gay men can't get married because you don't want to talk to your ugly child for five minutes about it, which is fair. Uh, yeah. Abortion, I, th- I think, a bit more of a complex issue. So I, I'm kind of, although I, I was definitely on the yes side of things. I'm not, to be honest, a big fan of the, the, the all the <laughs> rubbing abortions. it, all the rubbing it in the face of the no side that I've been seeing the last couple of days. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I and and a lot of people tweeting stuff like, you know, if you vote no, then you know, have you no know, like shame and stuff. I was like, well, it's not, it's not that easy. To be fair, I don't know. 
No, and unlike a gay, you know, a gay marriage is something that everyone, I think, should and can celebrate. It's a wonderful occasion. Yeah. Uh, two people in love, you know, forming a union. Whereas obviously an abortion, even if you believe in the choice, you know, the right to have one, it's not something you go, yes, I'm having an abortion. Well, I think I think what people were celebrating was what more what it represented was the unshackling it's, of uh, women in Ireland, which historically yeah. has been, you know, them manacles have been on for quite a while. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I see your point. I, I we had we had a couple of thousand people at Dublin Castle doing yes chants, um, be over the top. But you know, that's fair enough. I, anyway, I'm just a centrist, so I really don't fall on either centrist side. Centrist dad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I think it was good because you know, for me, the the book stops on you know extreme cases like right 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 as yeah. the law is now there's no wiggle room for extreme cases so for me it's that's kind of why it's a little more obviously that it should be a yes you know mm-hmm. um i also don't like to, to switch to put the shoe on the other foot for a second i also don't don't like the opinion of people who are like no because then um working class women who are sleeping around will just be having abortions out left and right yes. and i'm like yeah, that doesn't affect you or that doesn't affect me so let it do it like what difference does it make <laughs> it doesn't happen anyway like it's incredibly rare i know yeah, yeah. first of all yes. that's that that's a quite a bit of a classist comment to make but you know second like it's none of your business what anyone does so just let mm. him do it you know anyway that's that's a politics guff for uh this year any yep. politics coming up in the uk joe that Probably. we should keep an eye on um, just you know, posh blokes wanting us to leave Europe. Yeah, that's still going uh, on, isn't it? Because they don't like foreigners. Oh, I, I think that's going still going on. They're bringing back the conversation of uh, checking Scotland's independence again. Ah, uh, well, they fucked that up years ago. The, the, oh, that's not coming. That'd be years down no, the line. That... Scotland. Sure, who? <laughs> Why even is Scotland? It was in the news. Scotland's got like two C's in it. it don't, don't worry about Scotland. Don't even worry. Scotland is the fifth best country in the British Isles. Oh, boom. Take Snap. that, Scotland. Do we have any Scottish listeners? I don't think we do, do we? Uh, I hope not. Well, I don't know. Scott McAvoy. Hang on. Oh, uh-oh. Hang Scott, on. that's that's Scottish. And Mac McAvoy. Hello. Oh-ho. Ding dong. Oh, Hootsmon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. apart from that, we did have uh, a little sadness in the week. Um, the new oh, guinea pig, Fluffy, that we, we named after Barry's dog, the one-eyed guinea pig, passed away on Thursday. Oh. Um, very suddenly. Yeah, just one minute was fine. And then a couple of hours later, it was dead. That's kind of just how it happens with guinea pigs. Um, oh, God, yeah. All the other ones, still fine. Two years old, coming up on now. I think we only had Fluffy for a couple of months. Two months, maybe? Nearing three months. Uh, nearing three months. Yeah, she, I don't know. We just, um, we, we we were downstairs eating. We came upstairs to, I was going to play some God of War. And then, mm. yeah, Natty noticed that she wasn't well. She had um, diarrhea. So it was, you know, oh. liquid little guinea pig poos everywhere and. She was very, very sick, and we tried to keep her going, and then late in the night, she uh, she passed on. So, um, a little bit sad. Uh, 
So down down to three again, the the three originals. Um, but that you know it happens. I I think um, this is like the third or fourth animal that we've had here that's that's died. So I'm, I I think I'm kind of uh, I'm getting more used to it now. Yeah, I, I don't think I I was as affected by this one as I was by like obviously the first one we had um, Stitch. Uh, a few months ago uh so you know it's it, it's a thing I, i've kind of accepted now that you know especially with guinea pigs because they're prey animals uh that they they hide their sickness quite well and mm. by the time they are visibly okay, yeah. sick they're pretty much on death's door so yeah eh, it's sad but um sure the guinea pig train rolls on and uh it does and remember that yeah not much else more to say about it. We we were sad that it happened, but you know we're okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume you watched the Champions League final. I uh, not only watched the Champions League final, but I watched. You, you played in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I said they shouldn't have put you in goal, but uh, Klopp wouldn't listen. I also watched the Championship playoff final uh, okay. between Aston, Aston Villa and Fulham. That was a better game, I thought. Even though the Champions League final will obviously be yeah. um, more memorable for uh, a multitude of reasons. Um, yeah. yeah, congrats to Fulham on their promotion. Could have been three or four red cards in that game. It was a bit crazy. Um, yeah. But uh, as much as, you know, Joan, Joan and myself are Man United fans and we do take, um, you know, a, a bit of shade and frown in the, in the, mm. the loss of Liverpool and their pathetic... Uh, performance by the goalkeeper. I don't think anything on the weekend made me as happy as John Terry standing there in his little, little Aston Villa jersey after losing to Fulham in the playoff final. That, I don't know why, but that tickled me. <laughs> yeah, that is that is it's quite a good weekend for for United fans. John Terry losing and, and Liverpool losing. Um, I, I the thing is I hate Real Madrid as well. That's the I thing. Just, when people were asking me who you're cheering for, um, I, I kind of hate both of those teams. Them. So I despise their players, virtually all of them. Um, so I didn't really want them to win, but then, you know, I didn't want Liverpool fans being able to glow as well. So it was to be fair, if you push comes to shove, I was probably a little bit more up for Liverpool, just as 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 a quote-unquote neutral. Um, not yeah. really neutral. I hate both of them, but, you know, I'm not cheering for either of them. Yeah, you cheer for the underdog, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and they looked like they're doing good. They looked like they were gonna maybe make a dent in Madrid's, uh, you know, three in a row uh, Champions League final wins. But then, of course, mm-hmm. Salah got flung to the <laughs> ground. He got he got armbarred by Sergio <laughs> uh, Ramos. Yeah, and that was that. Yeah, there was. It was funny because we had two instances in the game of players crying after injuries. Mm. Um, I guess because it's a World Cup year as well as it being Champions League final. That's just kind of compounded. That's true, yeah. But I kind of felt when, um, who was it, Danny, what's his name? Carvajal. 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 Because he did it like so soon after Salah, I was kind of like, well, you know, (laughs) we've we've seen this. You know, you're making a big show of it now. You're not as good. You know what I mean? You're not as good. And, um, And And he was crying twice as hard as well. Yeah, like no one's really going to miss you when you go off because Madrid have got loads of good players on the bench, whereas Mo Salah's been like, you know, world player of the year. So 
And for Sorry, Egypt Danny, as well. I mean, Carvajal yeah, it, isn't as integral to Spain, maybe, as... Exactly, yeah. He probably won't even get in the Spain team. So, you know, F off. <laughs> Joe Towner, F off. I think, um, what was it my, my mom said when the game was on? Something like, like Carvajal was crying at having mm. been injured and, you know, being taken off in the Champions League final, potentially missing the World Cup. She said something like... They're all big babies, these lads. <laughs> it's like, you know. Fair enough. World Cup player, Champions League finalist, Danny Carvajal, called baby by Irish mother. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you had on both ends of the quality spectrum, you had two amazing goalkeeper mistakes mm. and then one of the best goals I've ever seen. With the overhead kick? Yeah, it was pretty spectacular. The only thing is he kind of, he looked really like uncoordinated when going up and then falling down. He looked like if a horse did a bicycle kick. Yeah. It might look to be like, like you know, you see some bicycle kicks like that and they look just kind of absolutely beautiful the way they kind of... Well, you had Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's kick earlier in the competition yeah like that one and even kind of Rooney against Man City the, the form looks really good even if the actual strike isn't that good yeah. but with this one he, he looked awful but the strike was perfection yeah couldn't improve on that on that strike and it's a fair, fair play to, to Gareth yeah um, shame for the for the lad in goal <sighs> oh um, but on the other hand he was shit I mean the first goal was just complete. Well, I mean, the, and the commentators were saying, oh, that's really clever play by Benzema. I'm like, really? He just stuck his foot out as he threw the ball. I could have done that. I think the thing is the goalkeepers, um, I'm not sure on what exactly is the law. Because to me, it's, I've, I, th- I think I've seen that given as a foul before. But, I mean, I, if were I in goals, Joe, as you mentioned yeah. earlier... And, and there was a player standing in front of me. I probably wouldn't take the chance. <laughs> you know, I might yeah. I might take a step back and boot it over his head, maybe. Yeah, but th- yeah, that's the thing. He wasn't actually that close to him. It's not like Benzema ran up to try and challenge him or close him down. He was still like a couple of yards away um, when he went to throw the ball. So, yeah, real silly. And then the second goal, the other goal was, oh dear. Not sure what he was trying to do because he had his hands kind of flat, sort of f- facing the ball. So, so he yeah. obviously wasn't trying to catch it. He wasn't punching it. He wasn't kind of trying to push it away because his hands were, were flat. So I don't really know what he was trying to I do. think he was trying to parry it, and it just kind of went through his hands. It was like his weak hand. Mm. The, mm, the first goal I'm a little bit more sympathetic to because I think that's just, you know, such an odd occurrence that can really happen to anybody. I don't think that's really a statement of him as a goalkeeper. I think that, I think the second mistake is worse in a way. Because it's straight yeah. at him, and he just <laughs> pushes him into the goal. Like, it's so poor. Um, but then Liverpool have known for like, mm. how many seasons now that the that their goalkeepers are no good? Yeah, yeah, they've really struggled. Maybe they should sign Buffon. I, I would say since maybe Reina, they've not had a good goalkeeper. Because mm. mm. Reina was replaced by who? Who did they get in originally? Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, um, what's his name? Thingy. Mignolet, was it? Or was Your it man there. Between? Yeah. I think it was Mignolet. Mm. Mm. 
Anyway, rubbish goalkeepers. Anyhow, yeah. Maybe invest in a little goalkeeper there. Uh, to be fair, no, look. Don't. Keep going. Oh. <laughs> and to be fair, at the um, at the start of the game when they're showing the team lineups, I thought Liverpool's uh, midfield looked particularly weak as well because he had. Uh, for um, Madrid, it was like Casemiro, Kroos, and Modric were their midfield three. Mm. And then Liverpool had Milner, Henderson, and Wijnaldum. And I was just looking at the Liverpool team and I said, like, this Liverpool team is is like so good going forward. But when you look at the individual players they have in each of the positions, it's like, aside from the like crazy form that players like Salah and to an extent Firmino are in like they don't actually have that good squad you know um mm. and then that was kind of compounded that you know when Sal- when Salah went off they kind of just looked very ordinary I know that they scored from you know a corner and then Mane hit the post uh a little bit later on but they never really looked like scoring you know once Salah went off that was just mm. kind of it for them yeah um it was like that. They, they they reminded me a lot of United. Actually, they they just they had a lot of the ball, uh, but just, they didn't really have anything going forward. You know, they're kind of toothless without Salah. And then they yeah, sent on. They, you know, the players that they could send on to fill in the gaps were like, you know, Lalana. I I don't even think did they even send on Solanke towards the end. I don't think they did no, because the, no. the, what they had on the pitch was better. They like they they had no plan B really for. Well, they don't. Yeah, they don't have a deep bench um, for a start, which I think is why they've not done that actually that well in the league this season. Well, they're feeling, yeah um, fourth in the league, and they're also yeah much better on the counter attack. And I think that's they've kind of dropped a lot of points against smaller teams who sit back, um, whereas they've done fairly well against the likes of City and and um, Arsenal and those sort of teams that come out and play. Um, so yeah, I think that they are. Although they've been fantastic and they scored lots of goals and played great football, they they're not the kind of um, complete package by any means. Is this, by the way, correct me if I'm wrong here? Is this the first Champions League final in a few years where both of the teams in it are not the champions of their leagues? Because obviously Barcelona won the La Liga this year, and um... and Man City won the. Premier League. That's just a thought that went through my head. Like neither of these are champions, and in the final of the Champions League, it's just quite interesting. Um, yeah, they're both quite well. Real finished third as well, so yeah, both also runs. Uh, so that was the footy. That was um, the football. Um, yeah, we didn't talk much about <laughs> Mane's goal. It was all right, I suppose. It was. It was. Yeah, whatever. Why? So, um, yeah, so that's that. Um, in terms of my week, fairly normal. I was, on Friday, I managed to get out of the office for the whole day because we were filming a video uh, oh. in in Reading, which is a town near to London, um, where Ricky Gervais is from. Yeah. Our, so our friend got... Ricky. Come on, Ricky. I know he's listening. <laughs> um, also passed through Slough on the way back. That's the first time I've ever been to Slough. Where the office is based? Home, yeah. Home of the office. Out of interest, um, where is the US office based? Scranton, New Jersey. Is it? I think. Or is it Philadelphia? Uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Pennsylvania. PA. Okay. 
Yeah. Just um, kind of funnier word than slough. Well, I think slough in its own right is quite funny. I think look, look, I'm looking at pictures of Scranton here. Mm. And it looks like quite a nice city, which I is kind of not the, what the point of why Slough was chosen, for example. Yeah, yeah. Slough is very representative of an office. It's almost the, what, what's even the word? Like the, the cityfication <laughs> of a paper office is Slough. I don't mm. think there's a mm. more perfect uh, place. I don't know, maybe Scranton is actually a very boring city, but like the, the pictures of it make it look quite nice, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was good. And then, of course, now at Bank Holiday weekend, so... Ooh, get another lovely lie-in tomorrow. Our Bank Holiday is uh, next week. Oh, okay. Fourth of June is the Bank Holiday. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, yeah so I think that's, that's life guff. Pretty uh, much. Shall we do a bit of telly guff? Go on. What telly you been um, watching, mate? I watched a bit of telly. I watched, so last week I mentioned Handmaiden's Towers Returned mm-hmm. on Channel 4. So I watched uh, the first episode of that. Um, so I think this season they've kind of gone beyond the original book. So this is kind of new new stuff. Uh, and I did quite enjoy it. It's quite like, it's very brutal, quite sadistic. A lot of it's like, like torture and violent scenes in it, oh. which is um, interesting. But yeah, it's quite quite good i'm interested to see where it where it goes uh from from now on it kind of develops um because it does get a bit the first season did get a bit samey with the kind of women um so i don't know if everyone knows what it's about but it's kind of set in a dystopian america where uh women are second class well not even second class citizens they're kind of slaves so it's not set in uh, ireland then is what you're saying oh uh, not anymore no <laughs> yeah it's set in 2014 ireland uh no it's <laughs> hang on it's there. yeah and they have these handmaidens who are basically women that are used to kind of breed for rich couples that can't have kids mm. um so the first season was a bit kind of repetitive because it was it was just kind of that but now now things have changed a bit so it's pretty good i'm gonna watch it watch the second episode tonight um i also started a documentary on netflix called evil genius um which is about a very bizarre case where a man had a bomb strapped around his neck and was kind of blackmailed into robbing a bank. Mm. Um, he was like a pizza delivery guy that got called out to deliver a pizza and they, they put this bomb on him and it's kind of happened. But then it, it, there's a lot more to it. It's kind of like the people that were behind it and it goes into their things they were involved in. It's quite interesting, quite a fascinating series. Um, so I would recommend that if you haven't checked it out yet. Um, they did actually, there was actually quite a funny um, Jesse Eisenberg and Aziz Ansari um, movie called 30 Minutes or Less, which I think like, is very, it's kind of the same as his real life plot, but it was completely, you know, kind of slightly wacky comedy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there was some criticism at the time that they kind of used that, but Weirdly enough, I actually quite like that movie. It's quite funny. Um, it's also similar to this very horrific real-life murder case. Um, yeah, so that's, that's good. I'd give that a thumbs up. Um, you been watching anything yourself? Yeah, we, we've been uh, watching Adventure Time because uh, it is coming to an end. Uh, I still don't think there's a 
a specific date announced for the finale, but I think mm. the the next episode that's released will be the the series finale and the Adventure Time, the phenomenon that it's been, will finally come to an end. So we're a little bit behind. We're just now catching up. Yeah. Uh, so we're on season nine, episode six. Um, so we've got one, two, three, nine more episodes in the current season. Which, and each episode is 10 minutes, so an hour and a half. We'll finish oh, okay. them. And then season yeah. 10, which is the the actual season they're on at the moment, has 16 episodes. So we're hopefully going to be caught up by the time that the um, the finale happens. One thing I, I quite like that Adventure Time does, because a lot of Adventure Time, like other series of that nature, you know, Gravity Falls and Steven Universe and debt are all quite standalone like the episodes you can mm. you could more or less watch out of order and you would get it um but one thing they do every now and then is a, a little like mini series where they'll have mm. a, a a grouping of eight episodes that will all kind of follow on from each other so it's almost like a little mini movie and uh, mm. that'll often be quite heavily lore based so that's where you get your your your, your you know interesting story developments so we're in the middle of one of them now we watched the first four parts this morning we might watch the last four tonight or tomorrow but um you know i i I really really like avenger time i have since the beginning and uh when that's finished i'll be a little bit sad because you know we gravity falls came and went i loved gravity falls adventure time will be gone as well it'll just be steven universe left and to be honest i don't know how long that's gonna go so Maybe I'll then have to move on from cartoons altogether and just watch, you know, U.S. crime dramas or something. <laughs> Maybe that's my destiny. <laughs> no, she says. No? Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy? Okay, we'll finish Grey's Anatomy. We're only, what, 10 seasons behind on Grey's Anatomy? And those episodes are 40 minutes long. 12 seasons. Oh, Jesus. Um, anyway, Adventure Time is great. And I'll be very sad when it's finished. But uh, I'm very happy that I enjoyed it as much as I did. Because it is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like, you know, I don't watch Simpsons anymore. I don't watch Family Guy. Um, I still watch American Dad. That's kind of will be the last vestige of cartoons in my life. Mm. I'm kind of clinging on to that. I do like a cartoon, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, no good new cartoons coming up. Is there nothing kind of... Well, there's a new Mac Raining one announced. Did you hear about that? Oh! Fantasy oh. Uh, shite or something. Oh. Um, not watching that, baby. Well, Futurama is good, in fairness. I've always enjoyed Futurama, even, no. when, it, even when it came back. Um, Simpsons, you. though, really bad. Really shit, baby. Anyway. That's all, well, the, that's that's all the telly I've been watching. I don't really have time for you got, You've been playing no no of the games or any new games? Uh, I'm still playing God of War. I'm uh, plugging away at that. I think I'm probably about halfway through it. Let me look up. Let me look up a walkthrough. Because that's, <laughs> that's how often I will tell how far through a game I am. Is by looking at the walkthrough and seeing which chapter I'm on of how many. Uh, so God of War has, uh, uh, according to IGN's wiki, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, oh, sorry, last one is ending Spain. So 16 uh, main quests, and I'm on number 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So yeah, so I'm more or less 
halfway through. Um, and that game is great. I have no more to say about it. It is very, very good. And I'm, even though beforehand I said, new interest in playing that game, baby. Uh, I'm happy I did because it's really, really good. Yeah. So even I sometimes am wrong. Oh, no. Oh, come on. I would never accuse you of that. Um, watch any speaking movies? Of, speaking of wrong... Go I'm on. watching. Uh, I'm watching the UFC at the minute. Got that on the telly. Oh yeah, that's in Liverpool today, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was one fella earlier who looked a bit like Jack Gallagher, Gallagher, because um, he had a little nonce moustache, <laughs> and he was from he was from Ipswich. All right. Um, are you going to watch it? Or if, can I spoil it? You can spoil it if you want. I've I'm I'm it, very much a lapsed fan at this stage. He he won. Um, with a pretty cool uh, kind of chokehold, so that was, that was quite good. And now on to the main event, it's the, the Scouser fella. Yeah, Darren Till, um, Steve Thompson. Yeah, get some American. They're both really wearing very small, tight pants. Yeah, they'll do that, all right? I feel like every time I watch UFC, the, the pants get smaller and tighter. Right. Eventually, I assume they're going to come out wearing thongs. Um, <laughs> a little G-string with a Reebok belt on it. I noticed, yeah. So I was thinking like Brock Lesnar wearing big baggy shorts, but... This this fella, Jesus. Oof. Um, no, I I think the last UFC I like because you know I used to stay up late and watch them live and all. I think the last one I watched was in like October or something. Wow. Like I I'm very like like with wrestling. I'm I just kind of got tired of it in the end. Like I still enjoy it. I still if if there's a good fight on, I can maybe watch it retrospectively. But I'm yeah. at, I'm at the age now where I just find it too hard to stay up until six in the morning to watch a fight yes. that I kind of don't care about. You know? It's not worth it. Yeah. If it's if it's on. Uh, in on. fairness, though, yeah. I'll be staying up for the CM Punk fight. Oh, next yeah. month or whatever that is. Hang on. I'll I'll, I'll watch any freak show they can put on. <laughs> um, if I think CM Punk's going to get knocked out, that's definitely a draw. Yeah, that's at UFC two two five. So that is on the 9th of June. So we're only two weeks away. Yeah. From CM Punk getting back in the octagon, just before, just before the World Cup. Uh, speaking of World Cup, speaking of World Cup, go on. I've been I've been working on my um, FIFA World Cup sticker collection. Yeah, um, it's going pretty well. I know you've completed yours ages ago. I, I did. I, I, did. I did. I did get Roman Torres in the end. He was my last one. Okay, nice one. I think I'm thirty-one percent complete. Yeah. Uh, so it's not too bad. I've still got a couple of weeks till the tournament. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. The swap thing is good because you can just get any sticker you want, really. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Did you claim any kind of free packs from scanning Coke bottles? I did. In fact, I, I kept the Coke bottle in my bedroom for weeks, specifically to scan it every day. Because <laughs> what I've discovered is you don't even need a Coke bottle. I just googled coke bottle on google images <laughs> and scanned it and it worked well there you go so i think it just it just recognizes like the logo so um yeah if you are using it there's a little scam for you you get an f- extra free packet every day um yeah but it's a lot of fun um they should do a premier league one maybe they will make, maybe make it like harder to get the stickers so you kind of like do it throughout the season yeah i think the trading is a little too uh, 
makes it a little too easy to collect stickers. I, I think that if you do a trade, you should ha you should be forced to wait like twenty four hours before it yeah. gives you the cards. Because I, I just found it too easy in the end, especially because the World Cup one allows you to just select like England and put all your like mm. Panama, and then you just get five cards. You know, it's it's a little too easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, while I was collecting, it was a lot of fun. Sorry, I didn't mention it earlier on. The <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast but we could have we, yeah. we had a race to see you could get them first yeah um but uh yeah i i'm I, I believe there's a space in there for like updated stickers so i'm kind of waiting for that to oh, really? happen yeah if you look on the app let me have a look here it's when you click on to navigate the uh sorry there's a little buzz now because i'm holding a charging tablet um yeah if you open up the app Let's see what happens here. Connecting. Mm -hmm. And you go to... Do, 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 click on the album. And then click select page. If you scroll to the bottom, you'll see that there's an update edition um, section. And if you go there, it says stay tuned for oh, updated yeah. sticker pages. So I'm kind of waiting cool. now for that. Because obviously, you know, Joe Hart's not going to the World Cup, obviously. But the England team has Joe Hart and goals so I assume they're going to release uh, at some stage we'll release some new uh, yeah might be like the full squad or like maybe I don't know it'd be cool if they had like goal stickers as like people scored goals in the tournament they release like best goal of round one and stuff like that yeah because I remember they used to do that for the um, Premier League stickers when I was a young boy they would release in like the middle of the year a second album which was much, much smaller, admittedly, but um, it was for, like, transfers. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In the January transfer. So you get a little Alexis Sanchez Man United sticker, for instance, you know, that kind of thing. Nice. Um, uh, speaking of um, movies, <coughs> have you watched any movies? <laughs> I watched two movies, Joe, specifically for this podcast. Oh, okay. So my Dwayne Johnson uh, marathon continues mm -hmm. uh with two more movies i did finish hercules uh, uh, okay. which i think i mentioned that it started uh last week um hercules load of old boring bollocks avoid like the plague Shame. uh yeah because i think you mentioned last week that you thought that it was going to be a, a little bit more tongue-in-cheek right there's going to be a little you know a little cheeky hercules um it's it's it, I, I seem to remember it being a bit tongue in cheek, or really, at least maybe the the first act, because it kind they kind of reveal that he's the whole thing of him being Hercules is kind of a it's a myth in itself. It's a facade, yeah. yeah. But the he's, he's just a kind of warrior. The problem there, though, is that when you see a movie about Hercules, you kind of want to see him fighting the Hydra and fighting the you know. The giant lion. And all that is just like shown real briefly in flashbacks in the first five minutes of the movie. And then the rest of the movie is just this like boring war movie. Yeah. And, you know, I think the cardinal sin of movies like this, I mean, I think you can be like really silly. You uh, With Dwayne Johnson in it, certainly you can kind of make him into like the super charismatic Hercules. But he's not, he, he really isn't even. He's just like mm -hmm. a very straight laced stoic Hercules. And and the movie kind of commits the cardinal sin of being boring. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was quite boring. 
So I, I really didn't enjoy it. That's a shame. Um, and then I watched uh, Race to Witch Mountain, which was a 2009 Disney movie starring The Rock. Mm. It's the one, if you, if, you, if you know your memes, it's the one where The Rock is in the front seat of a car turned around to these mm. two children. That is from this movie. Um, also bad, though. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I mean, I didn't expect much from it, but it uh, it it felt like um, like an hour and a half long episode of like Alan Strange or one of those like late nineties mm-hmm. Disney, yeah, yeah, or not Disney, but like Nickelodeon shows. Yeah, like I, it it didn't feel like a movie. I it, it felt like a Disney Channel original That's a film. Shame. You know, it was yeah. I don't know, it's it's weird, because watching rock movies around that period, I know that he was, like, locked into... Wasn't he locked into, like, a contract with Disney for, like, three or four oh, films? Because yeah. he did, like, Tooth Fairy and the Game Plan and mm. Race to Witch Mountain, Planet 51. So, for that period from, like, 2007 to 2010, I feel like he made a lot of those Disney movies. And then, you know... 2011 did the fifth Fast and Furious movie and kind of went from there. Um, I was watching a video on YouTube as well. Um, and there goes the, the rock in his wow. Fast and Furious car. Um, <laughs> I was watching a video on YouTube about like 10 movies Dwayne Johnson is in that you had no idea. And uh, yeah, I do have some of them on my list and literally some of them he's in for like 30 seconds. So I... I'm wondering if I will even bother to watch like Long Shot or You Again yeah. or yeah. T- Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married Too. Um, Depends. I was when I did the Hanks one. I was uh, unnecessarily thorough. Yeah. Um, watched kind of all his cameos. Um, but Tom Hanks has done some good movies, unlike the Rock. So. <laughs> well, I've only got thirteen left to watch. <laughs> Of of thirty eight, so I've watched like twenty five. Um, I still have to watch Long Shot, which I've never heard of, but is on YouTube, so it shouldn't be too hard to mm. get my hands on. Southland Southland Tales, uh, which I believe is very long. Reno nine one one Miami, which he has a cameo in. The Game Plan, Get Smart, Planet fifty one, Tooth Fairy. Why did I get married too? Which he has a cameo in. You again, mm. which he has a cameo in. Faster. G.I. Joe Re- Retaliation, which I'm actually looking forward to watching. Uh, a movie called Empire State, which I've never heard of. And mm. then, uh, but he actually is starring in that one. I don't know why that one's passing by. It's like 2013, Empire State. Mm. And then 2015, Gem and the Holograms, which he's in for like 10 seconds. Okay. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> so I've kind of left the worst for last. But um, yeah, not saying much because all the last ones I watched were terrible. Hercules mm. and Raced Witch Mountain and San Andreas and Baywatch and they were all really bad. So yeah, hopefully I'll get this finished and then I can go back to watching good movies. I kind of want to watch that Han Solo movie that's out now. Oh man! But I believe it's I believe it's a bomb. I'm kind of lukewarm on it. Lukewarm Skywalker. Um, <laughs> Um, I'll just probably just wait till it comes out on demand. Watch it. 
I mean, um, I'll, I'll go see it, but I'm surprised that it's not doing well on the box office. I mean, it, let's have a look. It is number one, but total gross $83 million. That's not huge for a Star Wars movie. No. Wonder this. I'm just going to do a bit of comparison. Well, Rogue uh, One opened 155 so million, so it made like half the money of Rogue One. Wow. Yeah, so it's actually the low. <laughs> it's the lowest of all the Star Wars movies, uh, including the re-release of Star Wars in 1997. Mm. Um, that's not great. No, I I, I wonder if. Um the the negative reaction to Last Jedi has really hurt this one. Yeah, and just that it's been constant. What's that been? Four in four years? Well, yeah, I mean, Last oh, Jedi, came, Last Jedi came out five months ago. Yeah, it's, it's overkill at this point. A little bit. Um, you know, Avengers can kind of get away with it, I think, because they've got a more kind of diverse uh, set of you know, characters and worlds, you know. And the thing that Avengers does is, regardless of how close the connection is, all the films are like a piece in the puzzle, you know? Like, you need to see Thor Ragnarok to know what's happening. And, you know, they're all kind of sequentially linked, whereas this film has nothing to do with the core films. You know, this is just this standalone movie that has no real relevance and no real reason to exist. Like, do we need to know why how Han Solo met Lando? You don't really need to, you know. It's the same problem that that Rogue One had is that it tells a story that is just is based on on a throwaway line from one of the movies. You know, it's it's. I would be far more interested in like a brand new universe that they create rather than these films based on like old characters or like young Han Solo. You know, like. Yeah, you know when I when I when I was a kid, we had things like you know young James Bond and young Indiana Jones, and I was never interested in those. No, you no, know? they were they weren't big, they weren't big movies because who cares? Who cares? You like the exactly. Of, you don't want to know the character's backstory. Backstory, for the most part, is incredibly boring. Do you want to know the real secret as well, Joe? Is that when people like Han Solo, do you know what they they actually like? Uh, Harrison Ford <laughs> specifically <laughs> yes where people yes, go you know who my favourite character in Star Wars is, is is Han Solo they mean I really liked Harrison Ford yeah. Um, yeah I don't care to see a different person play Some... a young version of the character like that does not appeal <laughs> to me at all it's like when uh, you know brought back a Diesel and Razor with um, yeah <laughs> Gang Jacobs and Rick Bognor Rick Bognor. Yeah, it's like, well, did you like Razor Ramon or did you like Scott Hall? No, you like Scott Hall. Um, so, yeah, I'm not not going to be running out to see that. That being said, I, I will still see it, but I'm just kind of... I will watch it, but I'm not going to pay, you know, 15 quid <laughs> pay to money for cinema it. and say, yeah. Right. yeah. Thank you. Unless it has Ron Howard doing Arrested Development <laughs> um, commentary over the top of it, then maybe. But, yeah. See, I don't know that the whole director kerfuffle has really anything to do with the the low box office. Because I, I don't know that that, uh, that many people are even aware of it, you know? No, I don't think that makes too much of a difference. Like, I, I had one person at work that I was talking to who didn't even know that there was a 
Star Wars movie out. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't feel like a... I think especially in the wake of Deadpool and Infinity War, it really doesn't feel like kind of an event movie. Yeah, you think it would, really, given mm. one of the most iconic movie characters of all time. I think if it, ter- if it turns out to not really make that much money, they might need to kind of relook at their approach to how they do these. Because to be honest, yeah, like, if, they, if they just did the key movies and released one every two or three years, for me, that's yeah. fine, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that like, works. that's what they did with, um, you know, Fast and Furious, uh, the Harry Potter movies, uh, and they were all, like, massively successful. And it's kind of like, you know, make them want more. It did, like, Star Wars here is kind of like, it's kind of like wrestling. It's like, you just so much of it. That when a new yeah. thing comes out, I'm like, well, I, I already have too much. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not yeah. craving there's more. A TV, there's a TV show coming out as well, isn't there? Yeah, so on, uh, on, on the Disney, whatever their Netflix equivalent is going to be. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. But then Amazon are going to have the Lord of the Rings TV series. Oh, my God. Who could possibly care? <laughs> uh. Anyway, do you watch anyway. a movie yourself? I watched The War of the Planet of the Apes, which is the, the third in the Planet of the Apes uh, kind of reboot. I still haven't seen that one. I know you and Barry have seen it. What, yeah. what did you make of it? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I don't know. I wasn't kind of that invested in it. I don't know why, because I, I did enjoy the, the previous movie especially. Hmm. Um, maybe it's because the, the, the protagonists are all monkeys. And I'm just like, you know... Monkeys should be the bad guys. I don't. I don't know. Um, there were some some really good bits in it. Woody Harrison was really really good. Um, had some some fantastic scenes. And overall, I thought it was a good good way to kind of finish off the um, this trilogy, which has been really good. So I give it a thumbs up, but not you know I wasn't kind of blown away by it or anything. Mm. Um, so yeah, definitely definitely worth watching there. Some, some good stuff. I shall give it a watch because I picked it up in CEX for relatively cheaply. I just haven't got okay. around to giving it a watch yet. Too busy watching movies with The Rock on it. Yeah. If he was in it, I probably would have watched it by now. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it was a 10 second cameo, I probably Even would have. Yeah. Maybe it'll be in the fourth, they'll do a fourth one and The Rock will be in that. Maybe. Um, He did do that, the Gorilla movie this year, so. Yeah, George. He's got, he's, got, he's got experience. He got the monkey experience. Um, all right, so I think we'll give War for the Planet of the Apes the uh, movie of the week because the ones that I watched uh, were really bad. And and we don't normally have a movie of the week, so that tells you how bad they were. Let's just start it. War of the Planet okay. of the Apes, movie of the week. Movie of the week, boom. Um, speaking of movies of the week... Um, what do you want to do next? Emails or quiz? Um, let's do a quiz. Let's do a quiz. So, because... Okay. We're going to do a quiz. We're going to do a quiz. Um, this is because Barry's not here. And normally he would be talking about... <laughs> he hates quizzes. Uh, Refuses to do them. Um, he's... He, Barry's our woke bay who is surprisingly anti-quiz. Yeah, he hates quizzes almost as much as he hates a woman's right to choose. Yeah. 
But we're going to do uh, an old favorite, and that's rest our 20 questions. Because I put a lot of effort into last week's pointless quiz. And then I kind of felt afterwards that it was like, mm, I'm not sure that that really worked. And I put a lot of time oh. in it. And then I remembered that we have a quiz that we can use that requires almost no time oh, to prepare. Yeah. And is it's like Dwayne Johnson Busters. <laughs> no. <laughs> it rests for 20 questions. So I have a wrestler uh, in mind. And okay. Joe, because I feel like Joe is is our, you know, uh, Mark the Beast Labette when it comes to wrestler 20 questions. He just is the best at it. I've, I've got a tough one for you, so I really want to see how Ooh. you get on. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, I was watching the chase earlier, and they had this, the Cineman. Yeah, was Cine. it. But it was a celebrity one, and he did really badly. And I think that they, they think just it was like a fix, it. It? Yeah, I think it's more fixed than wrestling, mate. To be honest, could be. Um, all right, so I'll give it a go. So it's, there's no no kind of stipulations. It's just a wrestler. It is just a wrestler. Okay. Um, number one. Is this wrestler alive? Uh, he... Oh, I mean... <laughs> uh -oh. Uh -oh. Is alive, yeah. Okay, they are alive. Get your gender pronouns. Uh, well, to be fair, I don't know. I, I've assumed this person's gender, so... That is true. That is true. Um, okay, so they're alive and they're probably a man. Um, okay. Um... Are they still active? Not still active. Okay, so not active. So they're alive, but not active. Okay. Uh, did they ever hold a title in the WWE? Yes. Okay. Um, did they ever hold the WWE title, as in the one that AJ Styles currently holds? No. Never held the WWE title. Um, did they ever hold one half of the tag team titles? Uh, yes. Okay, former WWE tag team champion. Um, did they ever hold the Intercontinental title? No. Okay. Never. He's gone the title route. Mental champion. Okay, so they were. So it's a tag champion who never held the WWE title or the Intercontinental title. So that, that does narrow it down a fair bit. Hmm. I think I'm going to go to eras, try okay. and narrow down um, when they held the titles. So let's say, was their first tag title reign? Um, hmm. Before 1997. So. Say January the first, ninety seven. Was it before that? Ooh, um, I don't have a date here, so you're gonna have to give me a second to verify okay. this. Uh, da, 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 da. This is this is, Wikipedia would be more helpful if it actually told you this. Um, give me one second. Now I'll have it for you in one sec. Uh, so you said, did they hold? Tag team titles? 
before January 1st, 1997. Is that correct? Yeah. It was, was their first reign before then? Yes. Okay. That's, that's good, I think. That's a good question. Because there weren't as many, probably not as many champions. I had to go then. to the, uh, the title history to find that out. That's something that they should have on the person's Wikipedia page. The yeah. Dates. You think, oh, well. you think the dates would be useful. Mm. Um, okay, so it could be a notable tag team like a Legion of Doom, or it could be a Men on a Mission or something like that. Um, hmm. Okay, was was this person's first tag title reign? In the 90s? Yes. Okay. I'm zeroing in, baby. I'm zeroing in. Here we go. Okay, so... Tag title reign in the 90s. So, you're looking at Legion Doom. Possibly. Demolition. Could be... Heart Foundation... Nasty Boys, Smoking Guns, okay, is is this person American? Yes. Okay, so, that rules out a few people. Tough, still quite a few. Um, is this person white? Yes. Caucasian. Okay, so they are... That's ten. Okay. So it wasn't men on a mission wasn't like I don't know was head shrinkers or something like that um hmm trying to think of how I could narrow this down there's no sort of easy questions um Hmm. Oh, okay. I think this is a question we've done before, which is a bit subjective. But right, um, is the person primarily known as part of a tag team? Um, it is a bit subjective, as you as you said. I would say yes. Okay. So I would rule out, for me, I would say, like, actually, maybe not. So I was thinking, like, Billy Gunn, you wouldn't know him as being part of the Smoking Guns primarily, but then he was also in a tag team with Road Dogs. So and, Bill, and Chuck Palumbo. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Never mind. Um, okay. Hmm. I feel like I'm getting closer. So let's say 
I'm going to ask, did the team they were in hold tag titles in another federation? Mm, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Okay. I'm going to say no uh, on that one. So that rules out um, Legion of Doom, um, Steiners. Could still be the Heart Foundation. In fact, I'll give you a, a definite no on that one. Okay, cool. Okay, let me just get my little list here. I'm thinking... So Jim Neidhart is a possibility because he never held the IC or world title. Oh, wait, is he Canadian? I think... Actually, I think he's American. <laughs> Was anybody in the Heart Foundation actually Canadian? Oh, just Brett. Was it just... Fucking might have been phony. Just... <laughs> um, could be the natural disasters. Cause... Oh, actually, Earthquakes, Canadian. So maybe Typhoon. I just write this down. So Jim Neidhart, Typhoon. Could be... Um, I'm going to rule out Money Inc. Because I think the Million Dollar Man and IRS weren't known as primarily as part of a tag team. That's a bit subjective, but I'm going to go with that. Um, Anything else would there be? Maybe Bart Gun. Bart Gun. Um... US hold the titles. Um, ooh. There's always the body donors. I think we did have Chris Candido before. I think I got him. But anyway, we put those down. Okay. I think I've got about six six or seven here. Okay. How can I narrow this down? Um, oh, this is tricky. Um, so did did this person ever uh, wrestle for WCW? Yes. Okay. So it could be Neidhart, could be the Shockmaster Typhoon. I think Bart Garden was ever in WCW. Could be Chris Candido again. Maybe. Um, I think. Okay, does does this person have uh, a beard? Yes. Okay, so not Chris Candido. Could be Typhoon or Nightheart. I mean, I don't know necessarily if he has a beard right now, but... Not, not as we speak, but like primarily... When I picture him in my head, he's got a beard. 
Okay, cool. Um, so I'm thinking Nightheart or Typhoon. Um, I'm going to go... Um, does this person have an offspring that's a wrestler? Mm, no. Okay, so it's not Jim Neidhart. Okay. Um, that's 15, has this pers- by the way. Has, has this person ever competed in a War Games match? Mm. I'm going to say no on that one. Oh, okay. So not Typhoon. He was the Shockmaster. Hmm. So you got three questions left and a guess. So I'm thinking, wait, did I... kind of ruled out the Nasty Boys, but not sure Actually, they would have held titles elsewhere, so pretty sure. Pretty sure they were, yeah, WCW champions. Um, hmm. Couldn't have been Money Inc. anyway, because they both have offspring. Uh, fuck, who else was there? Like, I'm only really left with. Demolition. Was this person in Demolition? No. Oh, for fuck's sake, Paul. Was not in Demolition. Jesus. That's 17 questions. You got three left. To save it. So let me just give you a quick rundown. Alive... Could be a woman, could be a man, we don't know. Uh, not still active, did hold a title in WWE, never held the WWE title, which is held by AJ Styles. Former tag team champion, never held the IC title. First tag title reign was before 1997, but in the 90s. Is American, is white. Subjective somewhat, but I would lean towards them being primarily known as one half of a tag team. They did not hold uh, tag team titles in another promotion. He did wrestle... Oh, I mean, whoops. They did. <laughs> they wrestled for WCW. They have a beard, which may suggest a man. They do not have a kid who is a wrestler, never competed in a war, a war games match, and was not in demolition. Hmm. Uh, just trying to think who I've missed. Could be someone sort of magnetics. Um. Hmm. 
So it wasn't Candido. Hmm. So I don't know if they held the titles, but um, did this person tag with either a real or kayfabe uh, offspring? Yes. Okay. So they were in a, a brother tag team, but not necessarily real brothers. Mm, not necessarily brothers. Could be a father and son. Could be a, a, an uncle and a nephew. I said they were siblings, not relatives. You, you said they tagged with a real or kayfabe. Yeah, offspring, I suppose. Okay. Did I say offspring? You said offspring, yeah. Oh, I meant sibling. Sibling. <laughs> I changed that. Uh, okay, well, I'll, I'll give you that for a freebie. Uh, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's not Bruno San Martino and David San Martino. Um, so I was thinking, I don't think it's a smoke. Could it be Bart Gun? No, he didn't have a beard. Bart Gun never had a beard. Um, I don't know if they held the tag titles, but I'm thinking the Godwins because they would have been nineties. I think so they're American. I don't know if they were ever in WCW though. That's why that I kind of ruled them out because of that. But maybe I don't know. Maybe they were at some point. So how many? What have I got left? Two. Well, yeah, you're on question nineteen, so you got one question and a no, guess. One question. Fuck. Yeah. Um, was this person? In the Ministry of Darkness. Yes. <laughs> Is it Midian? On question 20, he gets it. Pulls it out of the bag. It was, yeah, yeah Dennis Knight, a.k.a. Phineas Godwin, uh, from sure. uh, the Godwins, a.k.a. Southern Justice. Uh, they actually did wrestle in WCW under the names... Tex Slazinger and Shanghai Pierce, but it was the same, oh, the same two guys. Um, that's weird. And uh, yeah, were they primarily known as a power tag team? I would say yeah, Godwins, and and then Midian. That's... Midian was often teamed with Viscera. Yeah, I suppose so. um, did hold a European title as well at one point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So there you go. Even when you think you got him, he still gets it. He still gets it. Just when I thought I was out. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. That was a good one. That wasn't actually. He wasn't that uh, that obscure. No. Sure. Well, it, it, fairness, took you twenty questions to get him. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. It's not like yeah. um, God. I don't know. Someone that I can't even think of. Well, no, it, it has to be gettable, but you know, yeah, hard yeah. at the same time. Yeah. yeah so that was a good. One. I figured because he's around in the Attitude Era, but not one that you maybe necessarily would think of. And he mm. held he held some weird title combinations like never IC title, never world title. Yeah, and the fact that they did also wrestle in, in WCW as a tag team maybe would have thrown you off. Yeah. Um. So there you go. Uh. Very yeah. Good. The question you asked, by the way, was did they hold tag titles in another promotion, which they did not. Yeah. But they did yeah. wrestle in other promotions. 
So, yeah. And he did wrestle WCW, of course. So there you go. There's your wrestler 20 questions for this week. Maybe you at home got it before Joe. I don't know. I doubt it very much. I doubt it. Until, <laughs> until you got the Ministry of Darkness question. Anyway, we got a couple right. of emails. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I've got an email from Scott McAvoy. He says, subject, who moved? Uh, good evening, Joe. With all the sirens that have gone off on the last month's podcast, I have to ask which of you moved to South Central LA and joined the Crips or Bloods. I know one week was because of celebrations, but the rest of the time, either sounds like the SWAT team is coming or someone is fleeing the scene of a murder on their motorcycle. Um, yeah, I live on a high street, so there's frequently either noisy motorcyclists or uh, emergency vehicles going up or down. And also, it's really hot today, so I've got the window open, which makes it kind of worse. Yeah. Um, on a bit more of a serious side, if science came up with a pill that, uh, that would allow you to sleep for only two hours a night with no side effects, would you take it? Would your answer change if you were told that once you took the pill, you could never sleep more than two hours a night again? Would your answer change if your wife, girlfriend wouldn't take the pill? Stay safe, guys. That's an interesting question. If it, if it was like guaranteed, oh, no side effects, I, th- I kind of, hmm. It's interesting because you kind of feel like you get bored if you had an extra like five, six hours a day mm. to do stuff. But maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I'd love it. Yeah, if if, if, if that was asked to me maybe eight years ago or so, I think maybe I would have taken it. Because when I was in France, for example, mm. my sleeping pattern got very bad to the point that I would, you know, stay mm. up all night anyway, then go to university in the morning and be extremely tired and then come home and go to sleep. So if I could stay up all night, get me a little two hour sleep, you know, have me tablet... And then go mm-hmm. to university wide awake the next morning. Then that probably would have worked for me quite well. Um, and even as it is, maybe that would allow me to stay up for my UFCs again. Which ah, I yeah, currently don't do word. anymore because too tired and that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, really the only benefit of going to sleep for more than two hours is to be rested anyway. You know, while I'm asleep, I'm not thinking, this is good that I'm lying here for seven hours. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I, can... I don't know, because like, as well as kind of recharging your batteries and everything, it, it does kind of give you a kind of break from consciousness. Yeah, I, don't, I, I feel like I could watch more movies and play more games. But maybe, and... I guess, yeah, maybe you're not aware of the break, so it doesn't make a difference. I don't mm. know. Yeah, fuck it, I'll take them. I'll take the lot. Yeah. Give me all them pills. Um... Would it change if Michelle was sleeping eight hours? Nah, even better. I get some six hours of peace and quiet. Who are you, Colin Moriarty? Hey. Would it like that? Um, I don't know. Here, if you could have a pill that would let you to um, essentially, you'd only sleep two hours a day, but you'd have all the benefits of it. Would you take it? No. Why? You play. Why think of all I? the think of all the games you could play in movies and stuff. Why would I? All the books you could read. Nah. Right, you're sleeping then, and I'm staying up late and playing games and whatnot. Okay. Okay. Well, she's happy with it, so good deal. Cool. 
Sorted. Um, Existence is pain. Why would I prolong it? That's a good point as well. Well, that's yes, I a good point. Um, is that the email? That was it. Thank you, Scotty. All right, I have an email uh, also from uh, Scott the Big Mac McAvoy. Uh, subject dinner plans he says good evening you mentioned going out for a nice meal last week which we did a couple of times that was pretty good uh what is the most expensive meal you've ever had or have paid for i was taken to a lunch at a place near my work for my mom who at the time worked at the same company and the ceo of the company came along with probably 15 other people he ordered the food for everyone and picked up the bill which i know was over one thousand dollars before the tip Personally, my ex-wife and I went to dinner while we were here while we were in Vegas that cost for the two of us without any alcohol two hundred and fifteen dollars. Have a good week, Scott. Mmm. That's a good question. I'm trying to think. What would be the most expensive? It was the last time I went to the Bountiful Cow. The with Bountiful Connie Cow with Joe? Yeah. With Joe and Crony. I don't remember. See, this is what Natty says is that, that that was super expensive. I don't remember the Bountiful Cow being super expensive, but I'm reliably uh, informed that it was. If you, if you remember, remember this with me, Joe, you were there, Crony were there, we had just come out of uh, The Lion King, I had my plushie on my hand, Paul had two steaks. I was a hungry boy back then. <laughs> so, each steak cost about like 30 pounds. For real? Was that yeah. expensive? So I'm gonna look up the menu. No. I had one. Uh, Paul had two. Uh, he also had an extra portion of fries. Well, if you have an extra steak, yeah. you have to have another fries. And then, then he had ice cream. Did they have ice cream as well? Oh man. I don't think they had ice cream. I remember cream. having ice cream. Well, that's why I was weighing two hundred and seven pounds. Oh, those steaks look so good. I'm on the website now. Um, Let's have a look. Steaks, steak. sirloin. Yeah, like Twenty three pounds. Oh. Yeah, the most expensive is the fillet, 28. Yeah. Those steaks look really good, though. We need to go back there sometime. Um, I don't know, we went to a restaurant in Dublin called um, Ellie's, which is, I guess, fairly expensive. We've probably done three digits there. But I don't know, because I don't typically... um, well, I don't drink, first of all, so I'm not having yeah. an overpriced beery. You know, get a little beer for eight eight euro or whatever. Um, so I, I I think we would typically only spend in the region of maybe 80, 90 on the most expensive dinner. Hmm. I know. What about yourself, Joe? Any really expensive meals come to mind? So I think the most expensive so michelle and i went to a restaurant called hawksmoor in london which is kind of steak well yeah. steak restaurant they, they're known for their steaks right um we spent 155 pounds and eight pence um between the two of us all right um but it was her 30th birthday so you know and that was yeah, like so. stars mains drinks yeah that's where the starter main pudding and you know cocktails as well so well when we go we go to fx bookley in dublin and do the proper menu that's going to be expensive 
Because we've only we've been there twice and we did the early bird both times. It's my new. But I'm gonna have like maybe a twelve ounce steak or something. Maybe even bigger, depending on. Maybe I'll starve myself for a day before and have a sixteen ounce steak. Ooh. But their steak's really good, so I'd be happy to have that. But that'll yeah. be, you know, if we if we were both to have some, that'd be in the, in the region of yeah, hundred and twenty euro or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like I would enjoy going to you know like a like a fine dining place and spending dropping fifty euro on a a tiny little bit of meat with a leaf on it or something you know like because nah. we used to watch um, Master Chef and we got really into it but mm. the food is all like it's like a little crouton with a a red wine jus on it I'm like you'd be starving after eating that <laughs> just give a big huge steak. Bit of pepper on it and that. Load of, load of chips. Load of chips. Infinite chips. Um, yeah. And not the way... Do you know, oh, speaking of meals, the biggest disappointment was when we when we were in London that time and we went, uh, Joe and Michelle and Natty and myself, we went to... Was it Steak and Lobster? Yeah. And they oh, advertised yeah. it as, like, all the chips you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All well, you can eat chips. Or salad. Or salad. salad. Well, salad. I mean, come on. Yeah, don't, Come don't worry about that. But they gave you a little tiny little chips, and if you wanted more, you had to ask for it. Yeah, I want I want a shoot that comes out of the ceiling, and you pull a lever, <laughs> <laughs> and they just pile up on your plate. That's what I, when you say all oh, you can eat chips, or like uh, like a uh, a buffet basically, and you can go up with yeah. like a bucket and just you know. Yeah, yeah. Steak was good, mine. <laughs> but when you advertise all you can eat chips, you know I want. I'm I'm Homer yeah. Simpson style. All you can eat. Yeah, or at least a decent kind of portion to start off with. I heard your podcast host went to the restaurant and ate everything in the restaurant, and they had to close the restaurant. <laughs> That's what I want people to talk about me when I leave. Yeah. Uh, one hundred eighty-three point six pounds, by the way, this week. Um, so I'm not having all you can eat chips anymore. Oh. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of, we we got a little um, outside barbecue slash grill thing, and I mm. was I was grilling some burgers today. They were real good. Mm. So that was nice. Uh, so that's all the emails. If you want to send us an email to have read out on a future podcast, you can. Can be a question. Can be a thought. A hypothetical. Can be uh, whether you voted yes or no on abortion. Um, Maybe a wrestler 20 questions for the guys. Maybe a movie review. You can go to chairshoppodcast.com. Click on the email button. I think it's one of the headers, either on the left or the right-hand side. And shoot us off a wee email. We'll read it out. Mm. So I guess we'll finish off, Joe, with talking about wrestling, as we often do. Oh, if we must. And we must. So we got a couple of news stories of a quiet week uh but at the same time not a quiet week so wrestling is worth loads of money joe is the first thing yes um amazingly despite the fact that the product is barely watchable and hasn't been for many years uh fox has paid wwe or is going to pay 200 million dollars a year uh for five years to <laughs> to broadcast Smackdown. You'd have to pay me $200 million a year to watch Smackdown, let alone to fucking broadcast it. 
Um, so yeah, but obviously great news for WWE and their their whole business model. Mm. I think basically they they have a very you know hardcore audience of I don't know, say several million people that will always watch the product on TV and that will subscribe to the network. Yeah. And that, that dedicated audience has allowed them to kind of build a whole business model around generating revenue from TV licensing and from the network. Obviously, this deal is, is huge, um, impressive. And obviously, man, they got a big deal from USA as well to, to renew Raw. Um, I, I, I don't know what it's necessarily going to mean for the product. I imagine it will means it will say similar to what it is. Well, yeah, uh, my initial kind of natural reaction was oh well i mean obviously now that um smackdown is is going to be on some very of uh variety of fox i would assume it's going to be you know big fox because they're paying so much money for it yeah they're not going to hide it on on fxx or something no 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 it's on the network channel so so the natural thought is you know oh well well, SmackDown's going to be the A show, and they're going to put all their all their focus on SmackDown. Roman Reigns over to SmackDown. When the reality is, I had that same thought when SmackDown moved to USA in the first place, and mm. look what happened. So, I'm going to take off my little uh, rose tinted glasses for a second and, and realize that SmackDown is going to, yeah, as you said, continue to be uh, the same thing again and again and again as it has been for the last decade or so mm. um because i think wrestling more so nowadays than than ever before is just like super cyclical where they're just spinning the wheels and nothing truly unique or truly um you know let's say newsworthy really ever happens anymore it's it, i mean Fair enough, the matches are quite good. And and I was watching uh, NXT. NXT, I think, is a bit of an anomaly to that because because NXT kind of rotates the roster mm. week by week. I think it's <laughs> it means that you, you don't get burnt out on, on personalities quite as quickly. But with SmackDown, it's just... The matches are good, but that's not enough for me. You know, I, I a criticism I had of... The um the the big OTT show that Barry and I went to the other week, the stadium show, was that although the matches were good, it wasn't particularly newsworthy. And mm. w- with wrestling, you know, people people always say wrestling is 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 like an action soap drama, you know. But if Carnation mm-hmm. had no compelling storylines, nobody would fucking watch it, you know. It's kind of the the be all and end all is that they have to grip people with interesting characters and situations that you know hook the audience wrestling in one sense has the advantage of you know having good matches can be enough for people uh but for me it's not so that's why with smackdown whether it's on fox usa um pop network (laughs) is is pop the name of the one that tna is still on uh yeah pop tv um It you know it doesn't really matter to me, and in fact, funnily enough, bring that up, I was I was thinking the other week. Now I ha- now I haven't uh, followed up on this uh, for one second, but I was nearly thinking I would prefer at this stage to watch Impact than SmackDown, just because it's it's different to what like Raw and SmackDown are so mm. Mm. you know constantly. It it it's at least different. 
to to the the old model. And I was watching a, I watched a segment on YouTube a few weeks ago with um, LAX and um, Scott Steiner and Eli Drake, and I, I must say I quite enjoyed it because it didn't fall into you know the typical WWE formula. It was it was mm. different, and the people had characters and had personalities. Now I don't know if the matches are as good, but you know it. it I still remember it now, so it kind of lodged something in my head. Uh, whereas SmackDown, I watched SmackDown pretty continuously there for maybe two years. I started watching the height of like the AJ Styles Dean Ambrose feud, and I watched it right up until yeah the middle of last year and. I just can't watch it anymore. But NXT, thankfully, is still great. NXT have, on the on the sly, on the down low, have some of the best wrestlers and characters in the company. Like, I put over, mm-hmm. I think, the other week, Tommaso Ciampa is doing like, great stuff on NXT. Um, and one of the people who I enjoy watching the most, which is a bit out of left field, but I, I, every time I see him, his matches really, really are great, is... Um, is only Lorcan. Now that might come off a little bit like uh, the people on Twitter who love Kurt Hawkins for some reason. If you remember, we <laughs> made fun of them 250 episodes ago at at Yas Queen Hawkins. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Only Lorcan has this really great, fast, hard hitting style. His matches are always really fun, but also like <laughs> different from each other, which is mm. not what you get. Even from someone like AJ Styles, I find it hard to get excited about these days so I'm going to watch just NXT continue like I like I've been uh, and maybe I can maybe I watch a bit of impact here and there just to see if it's something that appeals to me but you know, Smackdown okay it's worth loads of money yeah fair enough can, mm-hmm. well done to WWE for getting that in fairness which uh, goes some way to show that the old uh, philanthropy is in fact uh, the future of marketing, because um, they're yeah. getting, they're getting more money now than ever before. Uh, so congrats to them. But to be honest, the the product they offer at the moment does does zero for me. And I know that you don't you haven't really been watching any. Oh no, I don't watch that. Shit. Nah, give NXT a watch, but don't bother with anything else. So that's the news about. That. <laughs> Unfortunately, not a lot not a lot of analysis on the actual deal as much as just talking about well, why SmackDown is not very good. Boring. That is the board bit. Go and read Mickey Garner. Oh, someone else. Meltzer. Um, in addition to being overwhelmed with wrestling as we spoke about a little bit earlier uh, today, mm. pay-per-views are all going to be like four hours long now. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't, I, you know, I don't watch most of them, so. Yeah. Yeah, don't care. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, it depends. You can have an entertaining four-hour show. It's not that that's necessarily a problem, but they just don't usually. So I think it, I think it works in one sense, specifically for um, American viewers, because mm. you know you come home and then from seven till whatever you have a live pay-per-view on. But then for me, let's take Money in the Bank for example. I get home from work five o'clock. I have to make the dinner. I have mm. to, you know, do the, the, when am I going to have four consecutive hours? I can just sit down and watch a pay-per-view, you know, three is hard enough to fit in as it is. 
Yeah. And we are watching it. If you're watching Raw, you have to fit in also before then Raw on a Monday. So not not to complain for the sake of complaining, but there's there's too much. It's like Star Wars, <laughs> wrestling and Star Wars. Mm, too much mm. of it. Too much of it. So just watch NXT, and then you get Takeover once every four months or something. Perfect amount. Um, and then to finish off, uh, no Barry here obviously this week, but there is an OTT show next week, which uh, Barry and I will be attending. So let's quickly run through the old card there, brother. Um, uh, uh, definitely a, a, an odd lineup um, compared to what they typically are putting out. Um, you got Team White Wolf against More Than Hype. In what is sure to be a good young lads opener, uh, I'm expecting a lot of uh, pace to that one and a lot of high flying moves. Um, Nathan Martin is great, so keep an eye out for him on the old UK scene in the next maybe five years. Uh, Kings of the North, uh, Kings of the North's Damien Corvin in singles action for the first time in quite a while. He's against Sean Guinness, that'd be good. Uh, Dan Barry, who I don't know much about to be honest against be cool another singles run for uh typically a tag team wrestler uh mm. chris wolf versus lj cleary versus tyler Bate for the gender neutral title the rapture of zach gibson charlie sterling and shaw samuels will be against a team ott which is going to be mark haskins which is odd because he's a heel now uh pete don WWE uk champion and then a mystery partner which i guess we'll find out on Saturday, who's that going to be? And then in the main event, another weird match, which is kind of like the almost the the theme for the night is weird matches. Uh, you have Jordan Devlin, the OTT champion, teaming with David Starr. Uh, they had a really good match uh, in OTT last year. They're going to team to fight. Uh, fight. <laughs> They're going to fight with uh, Walter in his first OTT appearance and Loki. Mm. So that also is a weird one. So that's uh, the announced matches so far. One of the very last Tivoli shows. So Joe, if you're ever going to get over for a Tivoli show, uh, they put out on their Twitter today that they're going to have three more shows in the Tivoli this year. Uh, and that will be it for 2018. That's including this weekend's show. Mm-hmm. And then plans for the final ever Tivoli show for early next year. So... We're, we're maybe starting to count on one hand the amount of Tivoli shows that are going to happen in the future. So, What a shame. What a shame, brother. Um, so with that, I think that's everything we have. Yeah. Week. That's it for this week. Hmm. Uh, thank you for joining us, everyone, uh, for another week. Um, of course, you can follow us all uh, on the twitter.com at ChairShopPod, uh, at Paul Griffin CSP, at Griff Tannen, and at uh, the Barry Lad. Yeah. Uh, for, for views and memes and other things. Um, don't forget to email us. You can do that through the website, ChairShopPodcast.com, where you can also find our entire back catalogue, fuck, free of charge. <laughs> um, so, so check that out. Listen to an old one. Send us thoughts, enjoy the old artworks, all yeah. of that. Interact with us, send us tweets, send us anything. Just say hello if you want. And of course, we have uh, a store as well. Go buy a Prawn Michaels uh, yeah. purse or a Prawn Michaels uh, duvet 
or a uh, PPV but, cards against humanity pencil skirt. It's all up there. Pencil skirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do that. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week, hopefully with um, the Barry Lad uh, and with more of your usual guff wrestling, possibly quizzes, emails, and more. So uh, thanks for joining us. Signing off. It's me, Tony Boy Towner, and your boy Paul Griffin. Goodbye. See ya. Yeah.